0: Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka. Good day. My name is Evelyn Aka, and this is the Ask Canada Immigration Lawyer Evelyn Aka podcast. I'm the founder and managing lawyer of Aka Business Immigration Law, and on this podcast, we are covering all aspects of immigration for professionals and individuals who are looking to move to Canada and the United States for work, for family. Or for personal reasons. If you are looking to make that move, you can download our free guide at acolaw.com.
1: Thank you so much for joining me today. I have the great pleasure of introducing you to my wonderful clients, Michael and Brian. And I'd like to introduce you and say thank you so much for joining us. You're one of our first clients on our podcast. Wow.
2: It's glad to be here uh, quite an honor <laughs>
1: <laughs> well your story we've been living it together for a long time wow. yeah. I thought it really did really <laughs> earned um some time and i think it's a wonderful testimony to your patience and trust in our firm because it's been so challenging so why don't you tell me brian initially what brought you to canada because you took the lead on this
2: yeah so um I am the artistic director of Calgary International Film Festival. So I'm giving away the end of the story there. Uh, But the way it began is uh, I was previously artistic director at the Nashville Film Festival in Nashville, Tennessee. And on opening day of the 2018 Nashville Film Festival, I received uh, an email from a headhunter uh, asking if I would be interested in uh, setting my resume up for this position. Needless to say, my immediate response was, can I have a couple weeks to think about this? <laughs> because I have a festival getting ready to go. Yeah. Um, but I, I talked to Michael and uh, we were like, well, let's at least explore this. And uh, while I was running Nashville Film Festival, I had my friend, Joy, who's good at these things, polish up the resume and get it ready to go. Because I'd been there for 10 years. I hadn't even thought about
1: wow. it. Wow. Right. Yeah. So
2: um, uh, she did her work. We got everything done, submitted everything to uh, the Headhunter. Made it through the first round, did the pre-interview, the second interview, and then lo and behold, um, gosh, it wasn't even that much later in 2018, seemingly. It was only in July, right, that they flew up. They flew me up. I was one of the two finalists in uh, July of of 2018. So just three months later. Uh, Um, And by August, got the news that I had received the position and began working with you to uh, make the move uh, up here to Canada. (laughs)
1: So what happened with you then is, thank goodness for us in our film festival, is that we had to do a labor market impact assessment for you because though you're educated and have all this experience, we have to basically show why you're the ideal candidate over a Canadian. And obviously, working with the executive search firm, they had spent months headhunting. And so it was easy to justify that you were the right person for the role. So that's what took a little bit of time. And then we did that. And then you got your work permit. Yes. Right? Right. And then when you came up first, and Michael came up after, right? Right. We did the move. What did you think about moving to Canada?
3: Oh, I. (laughs) How politically correct do you want me? Run. Um, Run for the border. Yeah, Uh, we we we've always been. I mean, we've been together since 2000. I mean, it's 22 years now, and uh, we've we've. We we had to wait, and you know we had to wait 15 years to actually get married.
1: Married, yes. Uh,
3: which I thank God, you know, it, it happened, and, and oh, thank God it happened. But um, <laughs> you know, we never thought it would. But over the course of a bunch of years, some things were happening in the U.S. that I think the writing was on the wall. It's like things are about to get really insanely bad. I mean, clinically insanely bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and we looked at each other one fateful night in November of 2016, and mm-hmm. we said, "We're we're leaving. We were going to go. we Actually, there's a beautiful place in Central Mexico that we we still might retire to. I don't know, but uh, we immediately I, I found a realtor and we started looking for places to. We we just we, we knew we needed to get out. Yeah. And yeah. if you follow the news now, Tennessee, our you know, the state we moved from, is. It's just things are getting worse. Yeah. And yeah. that makes it all worthwhile. Plus, it's 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 Canada, it's Calgary. It's it's <laughs> it's beautiful, you know?
1: It's cold compared to where it's you've a bit been chilly. <laughs> I winter, you guys were freezing. <laughs> Have you lived outside the US at all ever?
2: No, nope, not for this neither of us a big a, move. Yeah, man. it was a very like, big move. People don't realize
1: even if you're American, this is a big move. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. wherever you're, you know, you're coming to Canada and you think, oh, you're coming from Africa or Asia and my goodness, it's a big move. Even from the US, it's a really big move. yeah Everything is different. So what were the challenges for you? Forget the immigration for now. What did you find the hardest thing to kind of adapt to?
2: Oh, the- for me, honestly, it was the climate. Yeah. <laughs> like it, um, now, granted, I, I grew up, actually we both grew up in Indiana and yeah. cold winters were, yes. were the norm. Um, but then we'd also, again, I said, we spent 10 years in Nashville, Tennessee, where yeah, you got cold snaps from time to time, but never like this. So yeah. that yeah. first February we were here when it was <laughs> it never got above freezing. It was frequently minus 40. Um, oh, that, first winter, that was, God. that was, that was an adjustment period for sure. You were that thinking, first,
1: what did I do?
2: Yeah. That first morning that I took the dog
3: out when it was minus 40, Oh it's, my god! Wow, it's cold. but <laughs> I, What I've learned is I actually really like the cold. Really? More. Well, you can always put on another sweater. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah. It, you can you only can take so much cute off cute without, in the you know, winter with
1: all know. of those cute things, and you know, <laughs> yeah, you can yeah. do it up. I I hear you.
3: Yeah, I, but I actually I I I I've sort of learned to prefer the cold. Wow. Yeah. Um, and which is which is good because we're in. You're right. in the
1: cold, we're here in Calgary. <laughs> yeah. What do you think surprised you the most about living an expat life in Canada?
3: Um, we were talking about this earlier and yeah. th- some things that, that there were, in some ways there were very few surprises. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just like, we get we, we along with anyone. Mm-hmm. That's you know? true. I mean, you put up with us for four and (laughs) a half.
2: A long,
1: long time. I know. I I mean, (laughs) did you meet other expats? Like, I wonder sometimes if expats kind of just, you know, stick together a little bit sometimes.
2: It's interesting. Like, most of our friends that we've made here are actually Canadian. But um, we've also made friends, a surprising number of friends from Brazil, actually. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah, a lot of other... immigrant uh people who also immigrated here yeah uh, it's only until we moved into this apartment though we actually have a neighbor uh who moved here from houston texas so no. oh it th- really God. it's our first friend who's also an american yeah, who's there. yeah. um That's but yeah so cool. i'd say most friends canadian but we've yeah. met a lot of, we have met several immigrants just from other parts of the world well i mean there was one point where uh our favorite pizza joint owned by yes. a, a serbian immigrants mm-hmm. they um, they're very very good friends yeah our pharmacist i remember you told me about yeah. them
1: are they still there they're oh yeah, yeah okay yeah. good we're gonna Make have to check still. it out
2: pizzeria gaga yeah. the <laughs>
0: um
2: but no we kind of realized as we went around the circle of the places that we visit most frequently almost all of them were owned by fellow newcomers which is so cool nice to support them from all over yeah. the globe so yeah that is
3: so cool and so, so that's, that's one word that i picked up on like almost immediately when we got here was was newcomers oh we're used to <laughs> foreigners or illegal aliens. Oh, my goodness. It's a different you know, term. Here, there are, <laughs> there's newcomer services. I, I came here with no job. I remember. You know? and, and I, that which was a little stressful. Um, and I, I found out through the, the newly opened Calgary uh, uh, Public Library. Yeah. I, I went there. I found out they had newcomer employment, like counseling and services wow. through Mount Royal. And I... They they immediately no fee paid for by by our taxes. Mm-hmm. They hooked me up with a career counselor who, within like three weeks, I had I had a job.
1: Wow! You
3: know? Wow! Wow! Uh, a good job. Yeah. Um, yeah. and I, I that was and it cost nothing. That's you know? a
1: great thing. I remember you told me you were just in shock. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh my god. Everyone has got a job. I have to tell people about that because I don't even know all the services. Like that's the one thing is when we bring you in and you're able to work, it's kind of like my hands are finished now, you know. And I feel like if we could provide more support on the challenges, especially of the spouse that is not mm. maybe the primary, because it's hard. And that's why I love that they let spouses work. Whereas in the old days, you would sit here
3: and oh. you couldn't work. Well, I mean, I, you, I I could probably do that for you. A wouldn't
1: while. mind. Yeah. <laughs> No, it makes you crazy. I've seen it. It's a challenge, and so it's nice to be able to work and to meet a community of your own friends at work and have that social life. Otherwise, this can be quite alienating.
3: Yeah, and and there were there were carryover things like you know, I my whole adult life I've been in the U.S. Episcopalian, which is Anglican. Yeah. Here, so I immediately started uh, attending the the Anglican Cathedral
0: Mm -hmm.
3: here in in Calgary, and uh, so a, a. a large percentage of my friends are sort of elderly British women.
1: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's the makeup of this church. It's been these guys, in right? pretty
3: well, you know. That's so cool. But, but yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's been pretty, it's been pretty amazing. We, we've made, wherever we go, we make friends. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean,
3: not, not, not bragging, we just, you know, we, we like people. and <laughs> I think um, it's true. <laughs> but, we, but, but that was the hardest thing. Actually, that was the biggest adjustment is we were, we had been here for barely a year and suddenly this pandemic yeah. oh, happens yes. and we we were literally trapped in a two bedroom apartment for oh, a year, basically. A year. Oh my goodness. You know, uh, I mean, your, your next door neighbors couldn't visit. It, yeah. it was so, you know,
2: and there were no murders committed, obviously. I, I will say <laughs> <laughs> Our next door neighbor, we actually became closer to her during the pandemic when speaking across the, ba- the, the barrier wall between yeah. her balconies, she was like, do you guys like English muffins? <laughs> I just made some fresh ones and she handed them up over. Oh, the, mysterious the wall. hand appears. So once <laughs> you were able to start muffins. like hanging out together again, then we started hanging out yeah. and we stayed friends ever since. So that's great. Of fun. <laughs> yeah, she's, I mean, she's the, the
1: COVID really, really took a toll. I mean, not just on you that were already here under work permits, but like it affected everything. I mean, oh, yeah. this should not have taken four years. Is right. that how long it's taken? Yeah. It, it should not have. It should it's have been two yeah. and a half. Years, but because of COVID, as you know, and with your patients, everything was harder and everything took longer. And Mm -hmm. I just, I have to say, I I can't imagine the frustration. But you guys were just so lovely, and I know you were waiting and waiting and everything. But it was just constantly telling clients, "We have no idea." COVID, Mm -hmm. and at some point, you just feel very helpless. And I just think that it must have been. Concerning, you know, you must have had your freakouts. Oh <laughs> my
3: God! There's you know, me. You, I know so you. <laughs> you know me,
2: Evelyn. Got <laughs> over everything, but, um, you know, I think there's there's a stress in limbo that yeah. a lot of people, unless you've truly experienced it, can never quite understand. That, like, yeah. this sort of feeling that, like, there's someone out there who could snap a finger and send me back mm-hmm. when I really don't want to go back. Yeah, exactly, you know? and, 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 you know, even though I think with our chances, it was probably minimal, like very minimal, yes. but even the fact that there might've been a 1% chance yeah. out there just is yeah. enough to like add this level yeah. of daily stress that like, unless you live it, you don't quite understand yeah. it. And oh, there,
3: I get like, it. Yeah, there did well, come yeah, a point uh, probably about a year ago where I think we both, we hadn't given up, but it was like, it's just been, it's just been too long. Yeah. And it's been too stressful let's look at mexico again
1: (laughs) mexico is always back there was was a very
3: brief time where we both we had that conversation it's like do we just need to assume this is not gonna happen (laughs) and it happened i
1: i I knew it would happen but i mean
3: it took so long
1: and i have to say that you know i think it's also the idea of do you want to buy a place do you want to invest in friendships like you start to feel like do you want to get a new job because you're just like uh You know, it changes how you make decisions, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. Like, sure. now really? that you you know you're a permanent resident, the card hopefully will come any day after.
3: Yes. Then it's, the card, it's but, done.
1: Yeah. Then you can, if you want to, you can become a citizen. But you know yeah. that you're secure. And you can decide how much yeah. you want to get your roots down. So you think it right. affected that for you, right? I think, I think we want to do that. Well, I think yeah. you should. I think, <laughs> yeah. you no, I,
2: I think we will approach it for sure. But, but it is the... The one thing that really did impact was the idea of buying. Like, you know, I, I was yeah. so afraid. I'm like, I'm not going to I invest know. A piece of property that could eventually I be forced to sell. And who knows what the market's it going to be yeah, like. Exactly. The market's so, so crazy right now. Yeah, like. exactly. It
1: makes perfect sense. I mean, so, I tell most people when they come here, don't buy, give yourself time, yeah. rent, check, check out neighborhoods. Like, don't do what I do, but I moved here from Toronto. I arrived in four days. I had to find a place I bought a house. Thank God. <laughs> I loved it. I still do. But I mean... When you're coming from outside, it's even harder because yeah. of, you don't well, have credit. That's the one thing. Yeah. Right? You come and you're starting over again.
2: Well, it was funny. I felt like a college freshman. Uh <laughs> in the States or like first year of college, like college. First. Um because it's like literally like here's your credit card, it's a thousand dollar limit. Like, I know. Uh, yeah. You know, and but if you painful.
3: Um, when you start like three times a week you know? <laughs> by the time our PR came
2: through our credit is kicking <laughs> butt right now. of course there's a bit of an advantage is like like you get to start over having learned all the mistakes that you made when exactly. you were yeah. Yeah. exactly exactly yeah. that's yeah. the you thing know?
1: people don't think about is that is that it's not so easy to just say hey everything I have in the states I can bring you're starting oh, over
3: you. oh yeah um, it's, you know? that, that was one one of the things what you you were asking about some of the challenges getting here of course he, he had to be here immediately. You yeah. Know, once, once his job, or his work permit was, was done. He, yeah. He had to be here. And so there were like two and a half months yeah. to mm-hmm. where we that left me back in Nashville with all of our stuff of <laughs> 18 years Yeah. and our dog and, uh, and my job having to, yeah. to quit that. And a lease that we had just signed six weeks prior, which oh. we had to pay we had to, that cost off. That was a mistake on our part. Yeah.
0: Oh.
3: Uh, but Basically I was like, if it won't fit in a box, it's not coming. Really? And so we, we donated and sold and uh, what's the, what's the place where you, the, you take consignments, consign, yeah.
1: Consigned, all yeah. the,
3: uh, like basically everything that was not, i couldn't pick up and move myself you know
1: really i didn't know that this, this yeah. was
3: yeah this was and the the best part is our friend joy who meant he mentioned yeah. earlier uh uh and our dog a little little uh, uh, uh she she's not she's no longer with us but yes uh, and me in a u-haul truck for four days driving from nashville to calgary in december oh <laughs> um <laughs> I was never so happy. This is why we don't have cars, actually. Yeah. We're totally dependent on public transportation. Yeah. Good. You I don't care that. if I ever drive a vehicle ever again in my life. <laughs> <laughs> it was awful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but so you started over. I love that. I didn't yeah. realize that. I mean, I would be just giving up your stuff, but then it's also expensive to move, and relocation yeah. is expensive. Yeah. So you can buy anything you need, right? I yeah. think that's yeah. A good
2: and, idea. And, and, Well, and like we had a few family pieces, but of I send those yeah. off to my niece and yeah. things like this. So we didn't yeah, so really they can stay really in had... the
1: family, the yeah, things exactly. you, yeah. Oh, that's family. wonderful.
2: Yeah, throwing heirlooms in the garbage or
3: anything. <laughs> <laughs> I but never your, liked this anyway. What, what <laughs> does your
1: family think about you both now being permanent residents of Canada?
2: Oh, they're very happy. They're happy. Yeah. Are they? Um they're yeah. not I,
1: jealous, they're not upset that you abandoned them
2: so jealous I I mentioned my niece and she actually lives and works in Montana now so not very far um but she and her boyfriend keep thinking like how do we get up there and I'm like well you're still young you have a chance so you should really think about it but Mm -hmm. um but yeah I mean that's the nice part is with her being so close we have seen her a few times now that you know once the border reopened that's great and uh my sister's been up here um my mom hopes to get up here soon. Yeah. We'll see how that goes. You know, she's a little up in years. Mm-hmm. But, uh, and my other sister, if my mom's able to come, my other sister will, will oh, be. Oh, that's so to great. Her here, so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're very happy. Um,
1: they know you're happier. I mean. Oh, honestly. yeah,
2: absolutely. So absolutely. That's, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Some people are, are a bit jealous. <laughs>
1: well, you can always send them our way. It'll absolutely. be easier, right. but no more COVID. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, if an American friend or somebody you know is like, even your niece is like, how can I get to Canada? What would you tell them? What would be the advice about moving that they would need to know? Besides, forget the immigration stuff, but like, how would you prepare them for the change? I mean, Canadians are different than Americans. Get I,
2: a lawyer. I, well, there's that, but <laughs> aside, Evelyn. She said aside from the immigration. So, well, you're exactly right. Um, I do think, one of, like, well, Look for jobs that fit your niche. Obviously, because that's how we mm-hmm. ended up here. But yes. um, don't wait if you're young, because it's easier if you're younger oh, to yeah. get up here. Um, yes. The other thing is, and I experienced this with part of my family. Like I was told um, over and over again, "Oh, the taxes are going to kill you. The taxes are going to kill you. The taxes." Are gonna kill <laughs> you. But it's also what I would say to an American friend, like, "But when your health insurance premium is not being deducted out of your paycheck." Um, when, like, that's, that's the one thing that was kind of shocking. I'm bringing is home more. Yeah, yes. I, both of us. Our take home pay is higher than it was much, in the states. Much, much higher. And yeah, yeah. And,
1: People don't think about that. We, we. I hear this a lot. Well, you guys have to line up, and you have socialist healthcare. No, no. no like, that, really? uh, that's
3: something that I, I, I meant to. I jotted down to talk about. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're, our our families yeah. cannot believe. That we're not like having to line up for death panels and die and <laughs> die in the streets waiting for the one doctor that
1: oh my god Canada,
3: you know it's a it's because a myth there's, like a, there's an absolute propaganda campaign yes. in there yes. and so uh, and so we got here and I you know I because we're old I guess you know I I'm on some medication and yeah. you know for I have high you know blood pressure yeah and we all are on something. I'm like well I've only got like a couple of weeks left how am I going to do this am I going to have to like smuggle it across the board so. I called right across the street and like less than a block away was a medical clinic Mm -hmm. and I had been here for maybe a week. And I'm like, I need to, I got to get on this, this, this nightmare that I'm about to endure waiting forever. And I called over to the clinic and I said, hi, I just want to explain the entire thing. You know, I just moved here. I'm so excited. And um, the, the, the receptionist was like, okay, I, I so what you're asking is you're asking for a family doctor. I said, yes. She said, so we need to arrange a meet and greet. I said yes. She said, "And you said you're look, you're close by." I said, "Yeah." She said, "Can you be here in an hour and a half?" Doctor Collins has a an opening. I was like, "You today?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally an hour and a half later. Wow. I had the most comprehensive medical history taken, at labs done. Wow. And I stopped at the desk on the way out, and she's like, "What what are you doing?" I'm grabbing my wallet just instinctively. <laughs> she's like. We don't know. What do you
2: know?
1: Yeah, isn't that great? You don't have to think about the credit card or whatever you need to
3: pay.
2: It's for real. It's only this year that I finally stopped grabbing my wallet to pull my card out, and I'm oh, I don't have to do that. Yeah, (laughs) and it's the
3: best medical care. My background is in healthcare. I mean, no good healthcare. It's the best, most thorough medical care I've ever.
1: Well, that is so. You know, it's I've been sick in the states. I think we went to Disneyland, and I. I had some awful, I think I had bronchitis and it was not fun, right? With children and everything. And I was hacking. So my sister and I found a clinic early one morning, we drove there. I was in and out. What I loved about it was, yeah, you paid, but it was like in, see the nurse, see the doctor, get your puffer, pay the hundred dollars for this and $50 for that all in the same place. And the, or you're out. And I thought, wow, that was pretty efficient. I didn't have to go to the pharmacy. I didn't have to, you know, but I hear what you're saying is that, you know, there are pros and cons on both sides, oh, yeah. right? No,
2: no, no system's perfect. But yeah. like, I did like, you know, if when you'd go for your annual exam yeah. and you'd go get your labs, like you literally just walk down the hallway. Wow.
3: Every doctor's and... office has a yeah. lab, a, a, a lab facility outside oh,
2: which is nice that,
1: that's yeah. super nice that's yeah. super nice
2: so yeah, yeah. i'm not going to say any system's perfect or, no but, but i did find the out when, that when we, the access
3: is so you know, easy here yeah. Like, when yeah we had to get our immigration medicals done. yes um of course we have to pay out of pocket for that which yes. was th- that was whatever but that included labs i'm like oh my god i've got to go to the lab and get these like two tests mm-hmm. tuberculosis and mm-hmm. i don't know Syphilis or something, <laughs> turns out we're fine,
1: yes, and, of course but, you are
3: <laughs> but we uh we we I'm like this this lab test is probably gonna cost me like three hundred dollars. that's what it would cost you in the states. It was six dollars, yeah.
1: oh my God, six dollars I don't even know that, really? yeah, oh, that's so great <laughs> it was like.
3: Can I just give you more? Because <laughs> that's really great.
1: No, I think you guys are making a really good point. I mean, we're not perfect because oh, no. you know sometimes when you have need a specialist, there's a line, oh, yeah, right? Yeah. And that's what people say is like it'd be nice if our healthcare adapted to those who didn't want to wait. Just mm-hmm. like some of them go down south and get their knees done in Palm Springs or you know whatever private clinics. So if you can afford it and you wanted to, you could skip the line. Yeah. Yeah. But there are some things we do line up for. But the fact that it's free.
3: Yeah, but you also you know that if you're hit by a bus, you're you know you're not going to be left in the street. You're going to yeah. be taken no. and given immediate care. Yeah. That's that's very that's high true.
1: Oh, I'm really happy to hear that. Is there anything you guys want to share before we wrap up? I'm so grateful for you. Honestly, it has been a journey.
2: Oh, well and my, you guys got your PR. You.
1: I, the whole office heard me speak. hallelujah,
2: hallelujah.
1: It was like, it bothered me too, because it was one of the longest files. And you know, there's no reason for it. It's basically something just sat on someone's desk mm-hmm. and others, you know, were moving and you just, there was no logic. So I couldn't explain it to you and a couple of the clients that were taking way too long. And so I'm very happy for you. And I look forward to your citizenship ceremony. If you decide to go that route, I'll be there with my big (laughs) Canadiana basket. Um, Really happy for you. But is there anything else you want to share before we wrap up?
2: It's 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 the best thing we've ever done. Yeah. Um, could not be happier. Like, I, you know, today was a long day of 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 work, Mm -hmm. but it was also like an incredible day. And you know, I look back on that day in 2018. Mm. And it felt like it was just kind of a whim. Uh, <laughs> but it's the best decision I've ever made. Like, oh. So glad we are Toss your are resume here. out see yeah. so what happens. Um, <laughs>
1: He's going to Mexico next. <laughs>
2: <laughs> brush I can't Spanish. help
1: you with Mexican immigration. <laughs> I, did, I think Sorry, that's
2: guys. retirement though. I think that actually. That would be
1: retirement. a wonderful yeah. thing. Yeah. Michael, <laughs> you're good.
2: Hmm?
3: Anything? You're good. I, I don't, I, it, it's just we are so happy in, in ways it still feels like brand new and other ways it's like we've been here our whole lives, mm. you know? And the thing is the people that even, even though our, our friends and family, you know, back in the States, they oh, we are so jealous, you know, um, <laughs> there's, they're so happy for us.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's the most important thing. I'm so happy. You guys are happy. And it makes me appreciate even more like being a Canadian. I mean, when yeah. you help people like this, Every day it just makes you really grateful. Yeah, you know, You're I so love the US. It. I'm in Austin, you know, next week. And then I'm back again a month later. I'm speaking at two conferences. I love the US. But I always Austin's, love to come Austin's home.
3: Great. You know? Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I always
1: love to come home. And I yeah. think there's something to be said for that familiarity. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad that Calgary is your home now yeah. and that you let us help you. Uh very grateful. And thanks for doing our podcast, guys yeah well, thank you thank you, thank you. appreciate
3: you yeah.
1: <laughs> oh thanks guys okay bye bye joining our podcast
0: that's it for the show today thank you to everyone who tuned in please share this episode and any others you feel that would help someone looking to make that move to Canada or the United States for work or for family. It would be so great if you could also write a review in Apple Podcasts to let others know about our show. Please give us a five-star rating. If you have any questions, please reach us at ACALAw.com. That's A-C-K-A-H-L-A-W.com or call our main office in Calgary at 403-452-9515. Have a great day. Thank you. We look forward to helping you cross borders seamlessly.